Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome once again to WWW. What happened this week in the world, and what do we think about it? Ken H. always coming to you live from Houston. It is the fastest 25 minutes in the podcast world. We are always glad you're joining us, always glad you're here. Thank you so much for coming. Those new to the program, it's real simple. Little politics, little entertainment, little sports, some world events, and then, of course, we'll talk about, after our fantastic break from our wonderful sponsors at Travel and Leisure, a little bit of activity of those events tonight. Well, let's get started. World, little politics always begins the first segment. White House is having a trouble communicating. As you can imagine, there's a little bit of a difficulty. I don't understand why but they seem to have trouble telling us about the balloons that are observing. Then, of course, they're shooting down everything that's not a bird or a plane. Now they're talking about the information that's coming out that it's not harmful balloons. They are balloons. They're not spy balloons. They're personal balloons. They're now, you know, there's no actual answer to what's going on. And the White House, specifically the president, spokeswoman continues to, to say, our president is the best communicator we have. Well, get out on the TV then and tell the American public what's going on with all these balloons that we're either A, letting fly across the country or shooting down everything that doesn't, you know, have wings or an engine. So I don't exactly know, but they're certainly not. Then you have the FAA struggling with these incredible misses of the flights. I don't know if you had a chance to see some of those in the news or hopefully you're not near them, but there were several unbelievable flight problems both landing taking off almost hitting each other almost landing on top of each other just not something conducive of safe air travel as superman would say it's still the safest way to travel true statistically but not so true when you think about the things that are happening and again crickets from our dear Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg, what a surprise, and there's just nothing coming out of the White House about all these accidents as well, and you've got an FAA assistant director because the other director hasn't had a chance to go through confirmation and be confirmed yet through that Senate process. So, okay, well, it's interesting. And then there's the trains, planes, trains, and automobiles. Golly, everything seems to be happening and again, the story is not adding up. That's my struggle, not necessarily beating up on anybody or any one uh, uh, group, but the fact is there's not a straight story coming out of our central White House because they're the ones that are supposed to know it all and supposedly either calm us down, tell us to panic, or run for cover. But they don't seem to be able to do either of those things, and it's a real struggle, and I'm struggling to figure out where am I supposed to go, right? You, okay, you can pick your news channel. Okay, you can pick your news source. But again, they're all over the place. One side's this way, the other side's that way. None of them are consistent. None of them are talking about the same thing. They all have their slant on it. Okay, that's the news business. But then we would rely on our elected leaders, both state, local, and federal, to tell us, hey, 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 here's what's going on. Either be calm, as I said, run for the hills or hunker down. And by the way, don't drink the water. But it's hard to say that nothing's going on in that poor Ohio town after these trains collapsed, uh, collided, not collided, but they, uh, they uh, derailed, 
And sure enough, there's those fumes that are causing the, the healthcare workers, the firemen and policemen to have uh, watery eyes and itchy throats and scratchy things. And clearly some animals are dying. Well, hard to say there's nothing to worry about, folks. All is good when things like that are occurring. And again, no real message signal from our fearless elected leaders. So I'm just struggling with that. The politics world tonight is very simple one. They are not communicating as well, certainly not as well as you'll find on this podcast, Fastest 25 Minutes in the Podcast World. And so I'm grateful you're here. Let's move on. Very sad to report, Raquel Welch died today at 82. She was very famous, very beautiful, and one of the country's first real sex symbols, if you want to use that term. They probably don't use that now because of all the wokeisms and blah, blah, blah. But I'm just telling you, she was beautiful, and all the way till the end, she maintained her beauty. And so we have a brief moment of silence for her. Raquel Welch dead today at 82. Alec Baldwin, of course, is going to go back and start filming that movie, Rust, which he was uh, involved in that fateful, fatal shooting. He had the gun in his hand, he pulled the trigger, and now the director is dead. The assistant uh, director and Alec Baldwin were both charged with manslaughter, and yet nothing seems to have gone much further than charging them. They don't seem to ever see a prison. They're certainly not going to go to jail. And we don't even know a time of a trial. But it's not very fair, but it's not surprising at all. One of my reporting friends sent on a Twitter about this story and uh, any comments. And my only comment was not surprised. He feels like he's above the law. He's not being punished. So why not go back and go to work? Now, the only thing that will be absolutely different this time on set, will there not be one single working gun on the property. Not one, and I'm sure that there'll be a ton of people to make sure that that is absolutely the case so that this mishap doesn't happen again and the loss of life is terrible. So that's not fair, but again, not surprising these Hollywood celebrities seem to think that they've got the right to be above the law, do whatever they want, and okay, I'm sorry, we'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll not have any punishment, so let's go back and make that movie. I hope the movie's made. And I hope it makes zero dollars. Nobody interested in seeing this movie. I can't imagine there's much better westerns, much better movies and television programs about the Old West on right now. Any of the major services, streamers, movies, whatever. You certainly don't need to spend a penny on that movie. I would encourage you not to. I will not be spending a penny on the movie. Enough said. How about them sports? Boy, this was the big weekend. The Super Bowl Sunday, and boy, had a lot to going on. Lots of historical information, of course, about the Super Bowl. It was the first time two brothers were going up against each other. It was the first time there was actually two uh, African-American quarterbacks going up against each other as the starting quarterbacks for both teams. So it was exciting both two young guns trying to make their teams winners, and it was a nail-biter. Very close all the way through. Back and forth was the score, and sure enough, at the end, a field goal would finish it off. There is a little controversy discussion about a holding call, but everybody that is those referee types are suggesting it was a legit call, and let's move on. I'm not 
pounding it in about the winter, but it does seem to be a pretty faithful call towards what the season was calling the very same holding around a guy trying to catch the ball. So, okay, but that's it. Kansas City Chiefs are once again Super Bowl champions, two times out of four. That's pretty impressive when you think as well. Patrick Mahomes named Super Bowl MVP, league MVP, leading the Kansas City Chiefs all the way through. And at the end, he's only been playing five years, folks. And he's been in the championship game every year and then gone four out of the five years and won two out of the four times played. Pretty impressive young man. He's got a full career ahead of him. He's got two kids. Now they're at Disney. He and Brittany have gone to Disneyland, Disney World, I guess it is. And that's no surprise. That's where you go after you win the Super Bowl. I'm going to Disney. Yeah, that's what they did. Ford Motor Company has stopped production of its, its F-150 EV vehicles. They were starting to make those to kind of be prepared for that goal everybody seems to be trying to shoot for here in about 10 to 15 years, going all electric. But Ford has said they've got some battery issues, so they're actually not going to proceed further until they get that resolved. So Ford Motor Company has stopped the production of its F-150 EVs. We'll see what happens. We'll keep you posted. Got some world events, but I'm getting close to my break time, so I'm going to share that here in the after break time, and then we'll have some fantastic discussion, as we always do, because at the 10-minute mark in this fastest 25 minutes of the podcast world, we've got to hear from our sponsors, because they're right here, and they are absolutely fantastic, and I could not be grateful. Travel Leisure Magazine, if you'll subscribe, you will receive Travel Leisure Magazine. Comes to your house, 12 issues, that's one full year, one a month, $29.99. Because you're friends of the family, friends of the program, and friends of the show, 58% off. How can I get it? Real simple. www.travelandleisure.com backslash order today. Or if you'd like to talk to somebody, they've got them standing by, 866-737-8037. Travel Leisure Magazine, the best magazine I can tell you for getting you some information and dedication to where to travel. And we're off. World events. I normally have this a little bit earlier in the program, but we really were talking a lot. We had a lot going on in America, so let's talk about some world events. We are saddened and continue to be saddened every single day. We hear more and more information about the Turkey-Syria earthquake. Very disheartening, very troublesome. They are now up to 41,000 confirmed dead for sure. And it's unfortunately probably going to get higher as they continue to find. And and they're just not able to handle this. They're uh, overwhelmed. They're understaffed, undermassed. There's no way to get to everybody. They are finding one or two success stories. We do keep hearing one or two rescued after, you know, seven days. But it's too far, and it's a long time. But there's a huge, huge problem in that Syria-Turkey area region of the world. That earthquake 7.9 just destroying so many people's lives and families and people. So we wish them nothing but 
gosh, our hearts and prayers. I know that everybody hates them. Well, no, not everybody hates that, but there's a there's a side of the country that hates that prayers and and you know we'll, prayers and, and well wishes. What else are you going to say, folks? I mean, we're right here. We're talking about something. Are you getting on a plane and heading over to Turkey or Syria to help start uh, helping dig and clean up some of that? Well, if you're not, then uh, maybe send some money or something. I, you know, I don't know what you want me to say, but we do wish them nothing but, but speedy uh, recovery and get out of that and hope that number doesn't raise any higher than it already is. That's a lot of people. In London... They have arrested a man who is uh, in Tilford, England, was accused, found, and secured 200,000 Cadbury eggs, the famous Cadbury chocolate eggs. He took 200,000 of them and was going to escape, try to run down and get some, I don't know what he was going to do with them in fairness, but he was caught. How much did he escape with? What's 200,000? Cadbury chocolate-covered eggs cost, worth, valued at, $37,000. But never fear, the police are here. Caught him, secured the eggs, brought them back home, saved Cadbury $37,000. Way to go. I'm going to go to Ukraine for a couple of minutes. Unfortunately, that horrible saga hasn't ended either. That difficulty is just terrible and it's not good and we've been talking about it well over a year we've been dealing with it well over a year it doesn't seem to be getting any better we were very involved and very you know news every single day every evening newscast everybody had some reporter there in the UK in the in the Ukraine but it seems the long game is where it's happening. Russia continues to have the long game in mind. Weather has kind of turned, so that's better for everybody. But it looks like 97% of the Russian army is now in the country of Ukraine. And we're not sure whether this is something America wants to continue. The survey done by USA Today, 1,000 people were surveyed. And the question was simply, do we send arms and continue this involvement in the Ukrainian conflict? Do we continue to send arms and people into Ukraine to try to help out in that situation? In May, the same survey was taken and 60% of Americans said, absolutely, get over there, do our best, let's move, let's help them, let's go, let's go, let's go. Now, in the month of February, almost seven months later, I'm afraid those numbers are down heavily. 48% now Americans surveyed are interested in us being there. 48% of the country says, okay, let's go help the Ukrainians. 29% no more. We've spent enough. We've given enough. We've done enough. 29% say no more and 22% have no opinion whatsoever. So like all long wars, like all things happening, 
it seems to go away off the radar. I don't remember the last time there was a news story, probably unless the government was going to decide to send more money or troops or guns or ammo or something like that. Does it pop up on the radar screen? But otherwise, we don't really hear much about Ukraine anymore. I do still have the friend I mentioned to you when it all started. Uh, uh, came across the border, was not going to go into the military for the Russian army, and so uh, now hiding out in one of the countries that I will not name to protect his whereabouts. Not that he's such a famous person that they'd chase him, but certainly you don't want any ill will towards any of your people you know. So that's just unfortunate, but it, it, we just don't know what to do. It's not really in our hemisphere. There's enough problems going on in our own country, so do we just continue to rescue everybody else while we potentially suffer. We have more people coming again across the border every single day. I live in Texas. It's a horrible place in that regard of, of immigration status. They're just pouring across the southern border all the way across to California. And again, this White House doesn't even seem to acknowledge it, so bad communication still. But we have this uh, troubles of our own. So how, how often is it that it's my time to help or my turn to help or is this sometimes people have to kind of figure their own stuff out and there's not much I can do about it I'm doing the best I can leave me alone don't be grumpy don't be mad at me I'm doing the best I can well that seems to be the case sometimes and we have to kind of know that's going to be the deal so anyway let's turn the tide turn the page a little bit and have a little more fun how about that Super Bowl were you rooting for anybody? My, of course, resort living. You all know I live in a resort, so that we had a huge Super Bowl party, big screen and all, tons and tons of food, and everybody was having a blast. They were certainly, I certainly don't think it was an evens of Philadelphia Eagle fans versus the Kansas City Chiefs fan. There seemed to be well more Kansas City Chiefs fans than there were uh, Eagle fans, but okay. That's the way sports are. You pick one, and some people didn't care at all who was playing. But okay, fun. But it's always fun. Did you all? We had these uh, betting boxes. I don't know if you've ever been involved in that, where you kind of have a big tic-tac-toe kind of board, and you put your name on the squares that no has no numbers or no teams or stuff on it. So it's random. You never know really what the numbers that your crosshairs are, and then the crosshairs are picked with the numbers. It's the last digit of the score, and they get you know, the crosshair. So if the Chiefs, let's say, on one of the boards was on the left and then the Eagles was on the top, you'd do the crosshair on that score for the quarter, and you had four quarters, and you had a lot of money a-riding, and they had four boards. You had some dollar boards and had some $5 boards, meaning each square was a dollar or each square was $5. So you can extrapolate, or let's all do the math together. That's right. So each quarter in the $5 board, everybody got $125. So that's pretty cool. I didn't win a thing. Yes, I was just as frustrated as you are when I say this, and you sound disappointed too, because I sure as heck was. I missed it. I didn't get anything, and that's just not nice. Here, I'm doing the best I can, and I didn't win anything. But... In the end, I had good food, and I had good fun, and the team that I was rooting for won. Whoa, did I just give it away? That's right, I did give it away. I was a big Kansas City Chiefs fan. I had my pajama pants, Kansas City pajama pants on. It was looking cool. And I had my red shirt on. There was absolutely zero doubt when you walked into the room who I was rooting for. 
And then they made fun of me because I had a green glass. Are you being hypocrite or you just can't decide what color you like? Well, I love green, but I was rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs, and it won very well. It was an exciting game. Remember the time when we were growing up, and of course I'm dating myself if I say this, but remember the time we had those commercials and the commercials were actually fun and people actually stopped during the break and watched the commercials and normally laughed or perhaps cried when the Clydesdale puppy commercials came on? Those Budweiser frogs were so popular for such a long period of time. Then you had the running uh, commercials, the Nike running commercials. Then you had some... Uh, funny, emotional, uh, 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 the, oh, the Fidelity babies. Remember the little babies that would talk uh, during, the, during the Super Bowl? They had a little conversation. They were so cool. So there was a lot of fun. I didn't get a chance to see, both with talking with people around me and, of course, being there at a big, big event, I didn't get to see much of the commercials, and I didn't get a vote for any of them, but I'm going to go back now and look at it and see if there's any kind of fun commercials that everybody saw. If you had a fun commercial, do send it to me, and I'll look it up, and I'll see if we all agree that that was pretty funny and good. There was a religious commercial, right? I remember hearing that there was somebody had said there was going to be religious. There was a, a, a Jesus commercial, which is kind of interesting, the first kind of first time that has ever happened. And some of the other stuff, of course, then there was the Brianna uh, Rihanna, excuse me, uh, deal. Wow. Uh, everybody was kind of excited. Uh, she kind of had herself all bundled up, and then they strung her up above the stadium right there in midfield. And then she kind of showed everybody who was the special guest. And it turned out that special guest was the fact she was pregnant. And so, again, I didn't get a chance to see the show. I mean, to hear the show or hear her music. I, I didn't even know all the controversy until I heard about it later. And that seemed to be the case, but okay, so it is what it is. I'm not, you know, going to shop or bother, but that seems to be what it is. And so she is now with child, and we wish her nothing but success, and we are glad to have the Super Bowl behind us. Now, what's the next sport? Well, my Astros fans, Houston Astro number one team, world champion, Houston Astros are in Florida at training camp. Just arrived uh, this week, and so they all started to show up this week. So baseball training camp in that sunny Florida has begun. So if you're a baseball fan, you can at least be excited. We're getting back into baseball. Soccer, football, slash uh, European is kind of coming to an end. The season's kind of finishing. That leaves maybe some winter football. I think there's this new winter football thing coming, starting or whatever. Basketball is still hot and heavy, and they haven't had any of the basketball championship games yet. Hockey, oh my goodness, I believe hockey's going to be coming to an end soon as well. And so you're kind of whittling down, we're into kind of this lull in the sporting world where we really don't have much to watch. College basketball, of course, is going on, both men and women. Men's and women's basketball in the NBA and WNBA is going on, so you have that to do. And then, of course, you just kind of hear about the activities of, of the other sports. Maybe there's some car racing. Yeah, maybe we get some car racing, NASCAR, stuff like that could be going on. So if you're a sports fan, there's always some golf tournaments, of course. And we haven't even talked about the uh, Saudi Arabia League versus the you know, PGA. Eh, you let me know whether we want to talk about it. I'm not sure whether we need to or talk about it because I don't know that I have an opinion. Is it surprising that the guys would leave the PGA and go play for more money? Uh, no, that's why they call it professional sports. You are to be paid for what you do. 
So if the uh, worst guy in a Saudi Arabia League game match tournament makes at least a million dollars and the worst in a PGA tournament, last place of the tournament, gets about $25,000. Is there any reason, folks, that no one would go to the league? And even if you never won a match, you're a million-dollar player. Well, it is what it is. That's the world we live in, money and all the excitement. We've done a little politics. We've done a little sports. We've done some entertainment. Sad that Raquel Welch has died, but she was beautiful all the way through. Then, of course, we had some world events, and we had a little stuff going on all over the world. So I'm glad you're here. We are in this together. That's my favorite part, and we end it always at the fastest 25 minutes in the podcast world. I'm Ken H. This is Houston, and I am glad you're here because we're going to have one more week. Go out and have some fun. Make it whatever you need to. Make it whatever you want to. I wish you nothing but great success www what happened this week in the world and what do we think about it we'll see you next time bye bye